Dynamite Download. Dynamite Download, your home for all positive coverage on all the wrestling. Special oh. event, as you can see, uh, STD. Welcome to Dynamite Download. Yeah, I love our new intro because it is true, man. Awesome. As QT Marshall said all out weekend, we do our best to spread positivity to the AEW community. Cheers to that. Uh, it is another episode of Dynamite Download. We got yes, sir. my bonds over there and your boy SPD wearing the tank top for beach break. The shades are always early on, even though yeah. you wear them at the beach. Crayfish is on paternity leave this week, welcoming a new baby boy to the world. So <laughs> we got a cheers to Crayfish. So he'll be back shortly. But the invisible, we're invisible class the to Crayfish. <laughs> He's going to be drinking. You know, Crayfish has got a baby bottle in hand, and we got I got a mug full of whiskey in my hand. So <laughs> you might be having a little more fun with the whiskey than the baby bottle. But this is the the screwball whiskey, peanut butter whiskey. So it's a nice zipper for sure. <laughs> that's awesome episode man. 70 man we came a long way so last beach break i remember yeah. i was up in the northeast and i did that promo video where i jumped in the water i was out in the snow uh, it was a lot of fun and uh we saw another lights out match then and then we saw one tonight to main event yes, this. Sir. um and we saw a surprise debut so a lot of ha- a lot happened in this in this card so you know looking at this match card I may mean, aw's been doing such a great job for uh incorporating multiple levels and layers of storylines i mean this is what was advertised and we also got uh, you know house of black teasers um rampage hype and next week hype as well so yeah uh, beach break 2.0 uh kicked things off with with a bang and and we will talk right into that you know that title yeah. match cody rhodes versus sammy guevara you know, the score needed to be settled. They needed to figure out an undisputed champion. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Sammy, man. Lead it off. What did you think? Best match of the night, bar none, not even close. Um, they saved the best for first uh, because these guys just absolutely tore each other apart. Uh, tables. Oh, there's no tables, but there's a lot of ladders here. Uh, Chairs, and, though. And they tried They tried to have um, go through them a couple times. Didn't really work out. Those things were a little too... Uh, little too thick to go through but man uh uh-huh. this this match was just a blast uh the results were insane sammy guevara uh beating cody unifying the the tnt championship um i didn't think that was gonna happen me neither and that was probably the coolest part is that this was really unpredictable um say this was sammy's kind of match man you know sammy's a high flyer he does all this crazy stuff and you know cody was a little out of his element tonight Right. Um, and, and not that he can't do it, but this is what Sammy thrives on. So, you know, for him to go in there and have this kind of match, uh, just was a testament to how, you know, how much they're putting on him as a young, uh, superstar in this, uh, industry sure. and for AEW. He's a guy that later in the show said about how he was just a background character, a side character, um, right. during, 
during his um his cue card segment. But you know now he's one of the guys. He's one of the the, the top talents in AEW. And uh, tonight, you know, when we didn't expect it to happen, we we all I think all of us expected Cody to come yeah. out with the the TNT title. But you know, Sammy goes out tonight and shows everybody what he's got. Man, it was great. It was great, and you know, I I like the first match spot because they get so much TV t- uninterrupted TV time, and you know, yeah. I have to admit, you know, the ladder match style is one of my favorite, uh, unique matches uh, of my preference to watch. You know, yeah. I think a ladder, ladder match is a lot great. of fun. So, like, you know, parlay or you know, special any any special match, I think a ladder match is is, is to me yeah. is favorite because you have so many different elements, so many high spots. And, and tonight we saw, man, off the ladder we saw tonight, we saw that amazing delayed suplex by Cody Rhodes, which was absolutely yeah. incredible. How about we that saw, cutter, man? We saw the Cody cutter, or the crossroads, excuse me, and then yeah. we saw the Sammy cutter from jumping from ladder to ladder. So those are my high spots uh, in terms of tandem high spots. And yeah. then obviously that huge shooting star pro, or uh, um the the high spot from Sammy, I don't even know what movie you would call that. Senton. Yes, yeah. the diving Senton. So it was a incredible way to kick things off. You know, this had so many different elements. You know, at mm-hmm. first I thought it was a little bit slow to start, but then, you know, then they started going really aggressive. I really enjoy I think it's really uh, a mark out moment when wrestlers go through the crowd and fight. It's just cuz it's fun to see yeah. be there live and be a part of that, but also to like just to see how excited the fans are. And just get immersed in fans, especially like after all the breaks that we've had where there wasn't fans and less fans and and all that. So it feels more special nowadays. Yeah, much more special. But man, Sammy stole the show. I mean, we were predicting like we knew he was going to do some crazy, crazy stuff. And as he said in the camera, when he was sitting at the top of the the ladder, no fear, you know, Sammy, no fear, like giving it at all, man. It was incredible way to do that. And, you know, I hope that Cody still has this edge and this push, but I felt like Cody had this this big-time edge to start this match. He was really, you know, working Sammy nonstop. Um, I mean, he the figure four through the, the ladder and then all those high spots. Um, and so I think I felt like Cody was just like on a, uh, a focused mission. You know, yeah. I, I saw that throughout the match. And then Sammy just overpowered him with those incredible, fearless moves that, I don't know many people in the industry would do that kind of stuff, you know, young Jeff Hardy vibes as well for that, for in, yeah. in this match from him. Yeah, man, uh, you said it. This was just, you got a little bit of everything in this match and uh, not only a little bit of everything, but you got like an awesome result, you know, a shocking result, something that, Big you know, yeah. not just, not just the match itself was fun, but the ending was great. And these guys left it all in the ring and, and on the floor and everything in the crowd and just, it was top notch altogether, man. Like this was, if you could build a perfect match for this TNT title, this is it. Um, this is as good as any TNT title match has been. And um, man, it was just a great start to the show. Look at that. It's, Look at that. Yeah. That's your champ right there, everybody, man. That's awesome. I think, I mean, do you think he's going to be carrying around two belts or they obviously unify him after tonight? You know, I, I'm not all for the two belts. I mean, the belt collector yeah. thing was, was pretty cool, but like two identical belts, like you got to unify it, maybe may change it up. Like they have, you know, been known Melt to do them down into up. one big belt. 
Right. Even bigger <laughs> than that, the TNT belt is actually be- very, very beautiful. It's, yeah, that's one of my and, favorite you know, belts. I know they've changed it for Miro and Brody Lee and Sammy. So maybe now that he's the undisputed one, they change it again, which would I think would be a pretty cool thing to do. Um, yeah. But, you know, this match set the bar for the night. And, you know, it was a very, very tough match to follow. And the segment following it was great. But yeah. that being said, uh, our top performer, we're right away going where, you know, we I didn't tell you mine. You tell me yours. But Sammy Guevara, you know, in the chat, who was your top performer of the night? Yeah, let and us know, know, guys. Let us know in the chat. We want to hear about that. I this feel one, we're going to see a lot of Sammy's tonight. Yeah. Sammy Guevara was definitely for us, man. I mean, as we talked about, we can continue to echo it. This guy just gave it all the 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 fearless the incredible just drive to put on a good show just the drive for the industry and then we saw him with the cue cards how he wasn't brown nose and he earned this and you know i i feel that and whatever the reasoning behind taking the belt off him to begin with put put all that aside but the sammy guevara man is a true champ and a true workhorse and a true pillar of AEW. and i think his his second run is going to be very very fun to watch. Yeah. Um, that being said, if you could think of someone right off the bat, who would you want to pin Sammy Guevara against next? Adam Cole, baby. That's All right. Yeah. Yep. Off the top I mean, of my head, I'd like. Yeah. I think that would be a great match. Um, obviously not for storyline purposes or anything. I just want to see. Right. It. True. You know, give me, give me just a, a an awesome banger of a match. That's what I want. And that's what those guys could do. So there's a bunch of other names you could throw out there. If you're just going for the best possible match. There's a ton of young, hungry talent that's ready to, to go for that TNT title. So I'm all for anybody. I think like, you know, AEW, we're in January. If you have that face of Re- revolution, I yeah. hope that whoever wins that face of revolution ladder match um, at the pay-per-view does dethrone Sammy. So you give Sammy another two-month run. Um, yeah. It seems like the TNT title is kind of a more typical, shorter run. But I, I'm all for rewarding stipulation matches mm-hmm. you know whether it be like a royal rumble a money in the bank anything like that like we've seen so often you know the stipulation matches be like awesome matches and then all of a sudden nothing pans out of it so i feel like a stipulation win uh for the face of revolution uh if that is for your chance at the tnt championship then that person should win and continue that momentum it would just to me be that much more meaningful I think that makes a lot of sense personally. Um, I, I I think that when you have a named event, there should be some sort of payoff that right makes it worth it. You know, uh, I think that's makes a lot of sense. That'd be great. You know, whoever gets that gets the next shot for sure. But uh, speaking of shots and not missing their shots, the War Dog. This is war in his hometown of Cleveland, Ohio, baby. Uh, had a handicap match that, yeah. as, as we like to say, he's not getting paid by the hour. I timed it. I, I've been timing his matches uh, over the past couple of months, and this one, a, a minute twenty, just making waste of these two guys. And these were no pushovers. I mean, these guys were like in great shape, but yeah. the Powerbound Symphony is no match for most people. And Powerbound Symphony times two, let alone that man. As Jr. said it, man, I couldn't echo it any better wardlow is a franchise builder period yeah dude and you you heard heard it (laughs) you heard the pop it it's it's ready it's there it's it's just about when you know we can't even talk about this match because it was just wardlow beating up two guys for a minute and a half you know what i mean not even a minute and a half um it, it was just absolutely 
domination, absolute domination. That's all you could say about Wardlow, man. Lately, the war path he's been on, you know, going through CM Punk like he did um, was special. But now it's just like we're we're waiting on it, man. We're waiting on him to turn on MJF. It, we felt like it was coming tonight, you know, a hometown. You're getting a guaranteed pop um, for it tonight. But uh, it's just it, it's it's right there, man. It's so close. And it, and later on in the show. Yeah, um, you that know, was cool. When when and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but you know there was a moment where it looked like he he could be doing it again, turning again. Yeah. Um, and he's he's just right there, man. You could tell he's he's so he's so conflicted. You know, he wouldn't let Sean Spears go out there yep. and attack those two guys he beat up today. He's like, no, man, you're good. They're good. You know, you don't have to go out there with the chair and beat them up. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and and it was really interesting. You know, he's 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 not being as big of a bad guy, but he's still doing stuff. Cause you know, the boss tells you what to do. You know, you got to do what the boss True. says. Um, but it's, it, it's so close, man. And I feel like once, you know, you think this, this pop for hook is, is nuts. Wait till you get a guy like Wardlow has been around for a year and a half, two years waiting for this push and people have been it's waiting been for it too. Like build I have this, been a part of in AEW, in my opinion. I mean, like as soon as he stepped on the scene yeah. and then, I mean, we predicted it last year for our breakout star and then this year you guys are as well, but yep. it just finally, as we're seeing all the interviews and we're seeing all, all the press, like, they're going in and like jr said like i echo in it again that you build him a franchise around him i i don't know what the the delay was it seemed like he was ready but in the end it's going to be the ultimate payoff uh for the war dog to turn on this so could it be in chicago could it are we you know we keep pushing it we're like is it going to be in cleveland is it going to be here like when do you do it are we slow playing it to the face of revolution where wardlow wins and then he's like, no, I'm not giving you this shot, MJF. I'm not giving yeah. you this. And then, boom, just squishes him like a bug, man. Gives MJF the Powerbomb Symphony, man. I can't wait for him to give him the Powerbomb Symphony. It's it's needed. MJF needs to get it. He needs to get a little bit of a taste of his own medicine, you know, a little taste. Speaking uh, of a taste, <laughs> <laughs> nice segue there. Nice yeah. segue there. They call me Mr. Segway for a reason, man. Uh Inner Circle versus Team 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, man. Uh, these guys are, are some of our favorites, all of them. Uh, we love watching these guys work. Uh, tonight's match was more about the story in between what was going on, though. You know, um, Santana and Ortiz wouldn't tag Jericho into this match. They refused to work with him tonight. And it was, it was so weird and interesting. Um, yeah. And they've been setting this up. You know, it's not like this came out of nowhere. But – it really feels like inner circle is, is kind of, kind of dying, which sucks because Sammy Guevara is a champion right now. You know, um, Santana Ortiz are, are really getting frustrated with Chris Jericho. You know, he's been kind of the centerpiece of most of their feuds. Um, so it's a little bit understandable, but you know, this is uh, and, and there's nothing from Jake Hager. He hasn't been around in, in weeks. Um, so what's going on right now, man, with inner circle, it's, it seems like this, uh, the stable that's been here for the since the beginning is kind of on the way out. I hope not, because yeah. obviously I'm the biggest inner circle mark and and that's my squad. And they just won best faction of the year. So it's like I've said it, I say it to you guys, and I don't know if I've said it in our chat or anything like that, but if Eddie Kingston or if 2.0 is the reason why inner circle breaks them up, I'll never forgive them. 
because this this faction has been so strong and yeah. so many blood battles and i think that any of those like i, I love eddie kingston and, and we love 2.0 but i feel yeah. like that that's not a strong enough you know strong enough drama to break them up but i mean we're seeing that i hopefully it's just kind of like a, a lull and then jericho shows them you know earns their trust back which yeah. I, I essentially i mean he he helped them win the match tonight with that judas effect so maybe and then he still flipped them off because they wouldn't they still were screaming at him you know what i mean yeah it's, i don't know i mean it doesn't matter if, this, if inner circle breaks up this i'll be really upset but the only the only way i can you know, swallow that pill a little bit better is if Santana and Ortiz start to get a push. And so, which we wanted for, we wanted for, for months and months and months and months, because these guys are outstanding. They've been doing uh, amazing in-ring work, promo work, growth, physical stuff. So they, they've been really, really spot on and deserve a push. So if that were to happen where the inner circle does dissolve a little bit or, all the way unfortunately i'll shed a tear but i'll look on the brighter side you know sammy's got the gold uh and then santana ortiz are getting a push but then that leaves like what do you do with jericho like he's too good not to be featured he's too important not to be featured like i think he works so well in a faction you can't yeah. just put him in another faction i mean this has been a faction since day one in AEW, and so for it to dissolve over this seems a little bit lame in my opinion yeah. i'll say that because i'm an inner circle a big huge inner circle fan like over eddie kingston tussle because just because they're from the same town like they're gonna dissolve over that i mean come on you you deserve more than that in my opinion oh i i completely agree man and and again like you said uh where does jericho go with this you know what i mean where's jake hager you know where yeah, exactly where is, where is he where is he you know where what's going on because you know chris jericho i think is in a it, it where he is in his career him doing what he's doing with the inner circle it makes so much sense and it works so well he's building up young talent yeah um and he's doing it in a way that is is making it interesting television and he's been doing that for you know my my feud of the year was inner circle versus pinnacle i loved it, Us, I it was, you and i it were great. aligned on that yep exactly it was it was great stuff and and a lot of that was chris jericho you know um it, it feels like this is what, what's what's weird about how it feels right now is that yeah. they had a guy that was in their their stable kind of try to break up their stable they had mjf and warlow in there with True. them and that didn't break them up and that was months and months and months of of back and forth matches where they, they yep. won that feud ultimately, you know, right. and, and that didn't break up inner circles. So am I supposed to believe that this is doing that? Like, if I don't know, that man, could it have feels broke like it up. Like that was strong enough to break it up, but yeah, this is that's not how I feel enough. about it right now. This, this isn't hitting yet. And I'm, I'm waiting for it to hit. I'm waiting for it to feel like this is something that could actually happen. And I don't know. Um, tonight's matches was, was another great one, but it, that whole looming thing over over the story with Jericho and not being tagged in the whole time, like yeah, just was like, oh man, like this. I was bummed. I felt bummed out more I than agree. anything. It, it wasn't as entertaining as it was like frustrating. I'm like, man, I don't want this team to break up. I don't know who's going to replace them on the card if they do break up. Like, there's a lot of things that are going to be affected by this, and obviously, um, you know, we don't know where they're going with it, but it's 
Maybe it's one of those like just teases, like I said. And, and yeah. Trust, Hopefully, it's trust reearning. I don't know. You know, two is great in all, in and of itself. Uh, yeah. And I know Eddie's on the shelf for a little bit uh, with dealing with an injury not in so long, but. Um, I don't know. It's very, very interesting. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen because, you know, when we were at All Out, it, it, that whole retirement match, you know, I, I said I would cry my eyes out uh, if Jericho got retired by MJF. <laughs> but I believe it, too. It would have happened, guys. <laughs> would have seen you were predicting it. My download. You were predicting well, I was, it. I was reveling in it. <laughs> reveling. But speaking of MJF, man, CM Punk and MJF had another banger back and forth on Dynamite yeah. tonight. Uh, it was, I mean, unexpected, you know, CM Punk came out with his trunks, you know, his, his in-ring gear ready for a fight. He was ready for a fight, man. You know, and then not too long afterwards, MJF coming out, you know, this, this has been the golden promo battle of the industry, golden promo battle of AEW. Uh, and it's, it's delivered on every aspect. I mean, both guys have never missed a beat. Both no. guys continue to give us fresh insults, fresh incredible just rants like i mean mjf's promo was insanely smooth uh it was always yeah, like mjf was was so smooth tonight uh he was full of all these facts and these dates never misses a beat no. the guy just hit a home run uh in the bottom of the ninth bases bases loaded grand slam uh because i mean just everything he did on the mic and then he, everything he did in the ring afterwards you know paying homage to you know CM Punk crossing his legs like that is the ultimate insult. So, you know, yeah, we talk about inner circle and then we're looking at the pinnacle like, you know, they've been kind of spread out doing their own thing a little bit, but still they're coming together. They're still the pinnacle like yeah. and inner circle after all that didn't ha hasn't have much, you know, unity, you know, kind of spread out even more. Um, now, they've but, all been doing their own thing. Yeah. But what did 100%. you think of this back and forth, man? Uh, I, whew, I mean, it's it's what we've come to expect from these guys, right? Yeah. Like every time they, 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 they have these mic battles, it's always something new. It's always something great. You know, like you said, man, MJF does his homework. You know, there's, he got, he has dates, right? He remembers everything. And while yeah. he's got stuff that's obviously, you know, where maybe he doesn't practice it, but he knows what's going on. He doesn't flub it, man. Everything he does is just perfect on point. Yep. There's, there's nothing you could say about the guy that's not like, okay, he's just that that good at what he does. Where he, right. he you know, nobody right now is as smooth as him. Even the best in, in the world don't don't cut promos as perfectly as him in a way that makes the crowd just hate him. Um mm -hmm. where he just ignores the crowd at times, or when it works well, you know, his body language changes and he can he can tell like, oh, he's getting a little frustrated or he acts frustrated, then he gets yeah. right back on him. You know, um his spray tan you know, turns from orange to red. Even when he <laughs> exactly even when he's like in a town like Cleveland, right? Where he didn't even give the this wasn't his best work in terms of insults. He could have done way worse. I mean, our river caught rivers caught on fire in Cleveland. I mean, and, you're in Cleveland right you know, now. I'm Bob. in Cleveland right now. It's it's yes. like negative three degrees and it, it it's terrible. And our our you know everything caught on fire out here because of how much pollution's out everywhere. It's terrible. The like Cleveland's a terrible place. He could have done so much worse. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm actually if somebody lives here, he he could have just made it infinitely worse for us. Yeah. But he didn't. You're calling him um, out. You're saying that's all you got, MJF. Yeah, that's all. That's all Cleveland, he's got. Right? Deserves to be insulted even more. <laughs> they they both kind of they both kind of dropped the ball tonight. But I'll give them this. Like 
in that arena, MJF, everything he said, they they were flipping out and they hated him. And that's well, that's why, even if it's not his best material, the way he delivers everything is so good and so on point that it doesn't even matter if it's a slightly off night for him. You know, I don't right. know. Maybe, but Britt didn't really have them either, mind runner. So I don't know. They, hers were just a bunch of cheap sports heat. <laughs> so I mean, we'll talk the, about that a little bit. The, <laughs> I loved how CM Punk was like, "Yeah, you're." I googled and your scarfs are a diamond dozen, and sure enough, on cue, MJF comes out with another scarf. So it just proves like it's not a real. <laughs> you should have come out with like three Amazon yeah. diamond dozen. So yeah, right. You know, the Cleveland <laughs> fans were letting them hear it, telling them to yeah. you know shut the f up, you know. So. Props to them giving them that as well, you know. But this was just <sighs> was as good as the promo battle was. The segment in the ring and the beatdown in the ring was just as Afterwards, good too. Like insane, yeah, yeah. And you know, I've mentioned it before, and I said it. I was like, "What's more fun to watch, like MJF promos or M- or the the look on War Dog's face, man? It's just." He knew he didn't want to powerbomb CM Punk, but he was getting told to do what his boss was telling him to do. And that powerbomb... He didn't under- want to do it. Yeah, I know. It's just... Man, they are giving... They're hanging on to threat, the, the last little string for us, just teasing us so much. I mean, the crowd, even though it was his hometown, I mean, it's no... It's it's not... Unco- it's very common that he's getting that pop from week in to week out, city to city. And so... It doesn't matter can, where he is. Yeah. Yeah, right now... He's it doesn't pops. matter where he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he's 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 getting pops no matter what. And and uh, it's obvious that the big star coming out of this... Like, th- there's already stars built in this feud. Like, the, the only guy that's not an established big-time performer yet is Wardlow. He's the guy that's on the cusp of it. And... He's right there, man. So like they're doing that little bit within there at the tease, and you yeah, know, they they teased maybe the turn's happening now. He's gonna not power bomb Punk, but then he does. So it's you know it, we're still waiting on it, man. But it's it's right there. It, How do you think this it. match is gonna go next week? <sighs> what do you guys think in the chat? Who's gonna win, yeah. CM Punk or MJF? Does does MJF give CM Punk his first loss in AW? If so, obviously we don't think it would be a clean loss. Uh, that diamond ring or some of the pinnacle, you know, stooges will have something to do that. But what do you think is going to happen? Do you think CM Punk takes the win or what? I think Punk's going to take the win. Tough. And I think it's going to be, uh, I don't think it's going to be clean. You know, I'm not going to, I don't think Punk's going to cheat or anything, but I think that something's going to happen in the match, you know, where maybe, maybe MJF, like, you know, it, Wardlow's on ringside and he's like slapping him on the chest and hey, go hit him. He knocks the ref out or something and tries to get Wardlow to interfere and Wardlow won't do it. And, you know, maybe Wardlow, that's finally yeah. where he hits him. Wardlow hits him or power bombs him and then Punk pins MJF, you know, and uh, I don't know, man, because then MJF would start 0-2 in 2022, which would yeah. be a pretty big deal. Um, you know, <laughs> he can handle that. Um, man, I don't know. It's tough because there's, there's so many different ways it could go. I don't see Punk losing – um, right. Even though you know he he did lose to Wardlow, he really did. So true. You know, I ultimately, agree. Ultimately, the win loss thing doesn't matter right now because that was a loss. But um, I think that that MJF is going to be in for a rude awakening um, in Chicago, and I think that he probably would have been better off fighting Punk tonight 
um, because he he probably just made Wardlow a little more angry, uh, forcing him to do that again. So I don't know. If you man, push the, if what you do you think? Early, happen? yeah. If you push an early, I'm kind of just thinking this through as like I'm seeing some of the chat and stuff. So it's really uh, good stuff. The I th- I would feel like a an uh, interesting booking would be MJF asks Warlow to interfere, and Warlow is so torn and not not wanting to listen to him. And CM Punk capitalizes on his distraction and him yeah. being out of that, picks him up for the GTS, puts him to sleep, and wins. And then MJF after the match is like pushing Wardlow and like, why do you do this? And then that's where we get it. Yeah, so it's something like, like that. I, it's it is an ultimate win-win. Uh, yeah. This has to be the main event, period. I mean, next week's card is... is if it's the main event, for, you know what's going to happen, bro. I mean, it ha- regardless of anything, like <laughs> CM Punk MJF is the main event. It could be main event at any pay-per-view, period. And so, yeah, if MJF slapped Wardlow, if he's first he's pushing him in the chest, and then all of a sudden he's like, how dare you, and slaps him, or he puts on his ring like he's going to hit him, and then Wardlow grabs his fist right before he hits him and lowers it, and just clotheslines him and just like cl- wipes out MJF and wipes the out the, eats it. and then wipes out the uh, <laughs> pinnacle afterwards. Man, that would be who he, he could beat up more than one person at the same time tonight. So that would true. Work. That's yeah. right. He's just prepping for beating up FTR just like that. <laughs> oh, no. Even though FTR, we we love FTR. They well, don't just des- they don't, don't deserve that. Listening. No, they they don't deserve that. They're great. No, guys. but <laughs> it would be fun to see him just dismantle the pinnacle. Um, and then be on his way. But as we as we keep moving on throughout the show, Beach Break, yeah. we saw Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch, a legit Layla Hirsch in a match. You know, I've really enjoyed this character turn of legit Layla, man. The heel Me side too. of her has been a lot of fun to watch. Um, I think not only with her in-ring stuff that we're seeing, but just being seeing her personality. You know, we've never, before this, I don't remember ever hearing her speak. And so we're seeing more of mic work, more promos, more character arc of yeah. legit Layla. And so I think that um, I'm enjoying it. And I think I've always we've always been fans of her in the ring, uh, you know, small and mighty and small and powerful. And yeah. in the, the chances we've seen her in the ring, like she's done more. She's grown so much in the ring. You know, she was going off the top ropes, doing those flips off the top rope. Um I I enjoyed this. So I was more all eyes on Le- legit Layla for this match. Uh, you know, she was working the shoulder and working the spots like a, a true heel would. Um, yeah. And so, and I'm happy she won, you know, against the number one ranked woman, Red Velvet, which is quite a surprise in the women's division. But legit Layla with uh, a, a nice victory. So Statlander coming out, Statlander and legit Layla. I mean, obviously that's like David versus Goliath in the size yeah. battle. Um, but it would be fun to see Statlander manhandler and then legit Layla, you know, really working the ground and pound and, and the, in the holds and all that. So, um, how did you think, uh, Layla showed out tonight with that victory? I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Layla Hirsch, you know, we've, we've been talking about Layla since she debuted and like, I even said before when she was a baby face, man, I I think that she could make a good heel. Uh, because of her in-ring style or in-ring yeah. ability, what she does, um, you know, she she's very technical, um, very good technician. And yeah, some stuff she does, like, it's, like, special because of her, her size. Her size makes it interesting. You know, the fact that True. she's only 4 foot 11, um, you know, she's got a good center of gravity. She can do stuff that, like, other people can't do. 
and she's strong for her size. So yeah. like, a match like this, you know, she can show off her strength against Red Velvet, who's also very short, but but not as as big as her. So she can do some stuff that you know against somebody like uh, Red Velvet that you know she can't do against everybody else. She can't do that against a, a Chris Statlander. Um, you know what I mean? So. I think that this match is able to show off some of that stuff, some of the power she can have right. on tonight. And and Red um, took it like a champ as well. You know, um, I think that they both showed out and they did they did well for a tough spot to be in after a big promo like that as well. So, um, you know, they were in between a couple of tough segments and, you know, the crowd uh, started getting into the match later on. I felt like the longer it went on too. So um, yeah. that was definitely big because, you know, Falling up CM Punk MJF promo is always tough for anybody, man. So it's like, yeah, this one was uh, a definitely. good one. Um, I think Layla's got a future as, as a heel. I think she's, you know, young and really good wrestler. So big fan of hers. Can't wait to see where she's going with the story arc, man, with Statlander. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm all for her turn and heel. But at the same time, like we talked about, uh, I believe last week, there's not a lot of baby faces to challenge with two heel champions. So, yeah. I mean, we mentioned Julia Hart and then we saw Julia Hart, you know, let's, let's put it out in the, in the universe. Who's going to challenge Jade next uh, for that. So uh, let's see. Nyla. <laughs> for Jade. Well, Nyla wants to, wants to get wants in Ruby. again. Well, she wants Ruby and then she wants Jade. Right? Who do you guys think in the chat? will challenge DMD and or Jade next. I mean, in a, yeah, let us vision know. Vision that is very thin, very heelish. True, true baby faces. I mean, Thunder is, and, yeah, <laughs> Thunder, Thunder is, Thunder is pretty close to. I mean, Rio. I mean, you could put Rio again, you know, versus uh, Jade, or not again, but you could put Rio against Jade. Yeah. You know, the like you said, there you go, Lori Hater. Hater has not uh, been on TV in a in a few weeks or a month or so. So we will see on that one. But well, speaking of the next champ, I mean, the another DMD heel, came though, out with uh, another. She, as she said, she hasn't been on the mic in a while. So DMD came out with a it promo. Showed man, she's rusty. <laughs> she, <laughs> she always hits hard. The DMD is always delivers on the mic, and you know she had a lot to say. And you know, as as they were saying on the the commentator team, the most decorated women's wrestler in the world, as Tony Schiavone said, I mean, they had all her awards, the cover things, and you know she's right as we talked about before, main evented. Uh, the first rampage, the first ever women's main event. Uh, the, you know, I liked how she said that the division was a wasteland and she made it a Britopia. You know, um, that was a good line, she it was a very good line. line. And and you know, she's not wrong, you know, and she's not wrong at all. And how she created the top spot, no. uh, the DMD has elevated this division to new heights quickly, and the DMD has shown how amazing the women's division it can be in AEW. And so well, with her Britt leading Baker's the back, women's wrestling, man. You yeah. Know, the, the, she's she's like been a great champ. Reason. She's been a fantastic champ. Yeah. Um, you know, she's she's kind of earned that spot as like the top of the top right now because, you know, I'm not going to disparage anybody in any other companies right now, but what Britt's doing is different. You know, she's got the total package and she's kind of going out there not without any competition that's, that's staying up to her standard. Right. right. So like we've been talking about this lately where, where Britt, her title reign has felt kind of like hit or miss at times because of, of how great she is at talking and how much sure. character work she does in her matches. Um, how much she builds up herself in a lot of ways. And so, 
it's kind of been tough, you know, to for her her reign to be feel consistent. Um, and tonight again was one of those nights too, where it's like, okay, you know, she won all these accolades, these awards, you know, and that's great. She she let us know, you know, that's <laughs> awesome, and that's what she has to do at times because, um, because sometimes her reign does feel a little bit like she's treading water. So when you have these kind of segments where you can go out there and make it seem special, you know, right. you to knock it out of the park. And I felt like when she was talking about herself, she knocked it out of the park for sure. You know, absolutely tonight. But the segment to me was a little hit or miss because, you know, um, if you're not from Cleveland, you probably were like, Oh man, those, those rips were huge. But like, honestly, all she did for this segment was find the first three insults about the town on Twitter and just repeat them. So it was like, for me as somebody that, that, was waiting for it, excited about it. You know, I was waiting for it to rip on, on stuff, you know, like I love that stuff. I thrive on it. I was bummed. I, I don't know if I've ever been more bummed about a, a Brit segment in my life because it felt so, so just predictable and, and easy, you know, like, Oh man, a Baker Mayfield joke. Oh, the Steelers beat the Browns yeah. here. Like, you know, okay. You know, like good one. You know, that's literally the first thing you could have found. Um, right. There were so many good insults, MJF and Britt, man. I feel like they both dropped the ball. Um, you should have sent him a DM leading up to this. Be like insult here. This, this, this I should have given them, I should have given them a big list of things. Um, you got a big, you, they'll make the list. I mean, being in Cleveland yeah, right now, I'm I could have made good. a Chris Jericho list and, and given it to him <laughs> and they would have had so many great things to talk about, but that long Jericho list where he does the thousand holds or whatever. Yeah. You know, I could have given them the, the list of a thousand insults about Cleveland, but instead <laughs> they just made fun of LeBron James who won us a title and Baker Mayfield who beat the Steelers in the playoffs, you know, last Playoff. year. So, you know, 28, nothing in the first quarter. You know what I mean? So it's not really like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, the two best heels in my, in my hometown, come to my hometown and drop the ball. Like disappointing, man. I don't know. Pretty bummed. <laughs> I know you're a little, little, uh, too close to home. It's hitting too close to home on that one, but no, well, not at all. It was, <laughs> you, you want to turn this around on me, bro. You're not going to work me into a shoot here. <laughs> You so know. I I hope the I was hoping for like the next few to kind of develop like someone interrupt her you know yeah, in a typical predictable there. fashion like yeah someone should have as soon as she's like the D and boom music somebody's hits music hits. something yeah I I was hoping for that because at this point like what direction where do you go with DMD like you don't have a feud you know the DMD squad with Jamie and, and Reba have not been on TV for a while like. Yes, yeah. I, we all want that, of course. We definitely, definitely do. That is the ultimate, ultimate payoff, Thunder Rosa versus DMD, uh, for sure. You so, got to be patient, and, apparently. Uh, I mean, that's like a Wardlow build. Yeah, I well, know. I mean, that we won't get a match for five years then. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, in the next three months, if Wardlow was a TNT champ, just putting on just, like, absolute beatdowns and Thunder Rosa was the women's champ? Um and then Thunder Rosa could go against a Serena Deeb because I think Serena Deeb uh, is could easily be the best women's wrestler in AEW. And like I've said before and continue, well, like she could dethrone any champ currently if she wanted to in the snap of her fingers, in my opinion. Yeah, and Walk, I just don't know if it would around. work storyline-wise with Britt right now. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I think that, that Serena Deeb is doing some of the best stuff in the company right now, but... I don't know if it if it works with what Brit's doing. I think they're very, you know, it'd be kind of like oil and water, you know. True. Um, I, yeah, I don't 
as much as I want to see Deeb in the title picture, I think the timing isn't right yet. Does she deserve yeah. it? Yes. Will, would she win it? Yes. It uh, might not be the right opponent either, though. True. Like, I, not that I don't think that her and Britt could have a great program, because they could. I, 100%, they definitely could. But, but, like, the stories that they're telling and, and the character work they're yeah. doing, I just don't think that would be a good fit currently. Um, now, maybe if, if Britt transitions into more traditional babyface role, maybe, you right. know, um, but, you know, I, I think that if, if Deeb's going to challenge for the world title, it's not going to be against Britt. It's going to be against somebody else, um, okay. you know, after Britt loses the title at some point. So, right. you know, I don't know, man. Uh, for me, just doesn't really fit. I think that there's a better chance of her maybe going for the TBS title with Jade. I think they could make that work a little bit more. I think she could do some, some stuff about, you know, experience, maybe make some, some comments about experience, maybe, sure, sure. you know, kind of, um, you know, get reality and fiction together a little bit, kind of blend okay. that together and, and talk about that kind of stuff. And, and even though they're both heels, you know, you could tell very different stories and that might, turn the crowd a little bit more towards jade you know what i mean so that could work in that direction you know where right. i don't think Britt really needs that and True. you know you would just be turning a, a uh an anti-hero against a villain which to me is kind of could work but i don't know yeah. so we'll see um not sure about that it's it's tough to figure out these opponents right now man because it's like what's going on in in so much of AEW is unpredictable all the time, yeah. right? Like we didn't, we couldn't even predict. All of us were wrong about what we thought the TNT champion was going to be after tonight. Like there's so right. much stuff that we can't figure out and guess, and it's because it's just so good. And there's so many people being built up. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. There is the the big problem in the women's division is the lack of baby faces and and lack um, of depth and lack of depth. So lack if of you, quality you have a lack of depth and baby faces together. Uh, you're going to have to do something out of the box. So who knows what's coming next, man? It, yeah. It's totally unpredictable. Yes. And tonight's main event was unpredictable. But and awesome. It, but awesome. Yeah. I mean, we saw. Very nice. Very Cassidy evil. Essentially. Well, it protected both. It, it helped Orange Cassidy, protected both guys. But Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole in a lights out match for the main event of Beach Break. Ironically, Orange Cassidy has a finisher called the Beach Break. So uh, paying homage to that. But the beach in Cleveland looked pretty cold out there for both of those guys when they're doing that promo. Same with Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. But Orange Cassie, Adam Cole had yeah. an absolute physical battle. And, man, they they both took a lot of punishment. Both of these guys gave it all. And it was, it was fun to watch. Um, you know, it was fun to watch the storytelling for Orange Cassie, in my opinion. I think he really stood out to me. Uh, Negative one right now. Wow. Is happy the, beach break. Is that the, the reading or the feels like temperature? That's the that's the actual temperature right now. Wow. It's negative so one. That's that's fun. Yeah. Go to the beach there. Beach <laughs> weather. Beach. Yeah. So, you can go ice skating on the on Lake Erie. Before we talk about the match, they need I think yeah. AEW does all these special shows, which I enjoy, mm -hmm. but I would prefer them to lean into their surroundings beach break in the winter in Cleveland just doesn't work. Uh, I think they should do some like winter the, break the beach. Yeah, exactly. Beach bash or they do a beach break kind of like the WCW bash at the beach, like an outdoor beach event. That'd like that so would be cool. cool. 
Like no one's done that in so long. Like, it worked in Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Yeah. It worked when you're at Daly's place in Jacksonville, Florida, you know, right. in an outside venue as well. Like totally works. Not well, the worst. Why, yeah. Why do you put it in Cleveland? It, um, I don't know. It, it, whatever. Whatever. Either way, we got the light. I agree. Light I, I didn't. When they announced the beach break was in Cleveland, I was like, dude, do you know how cold it is in, in, in January? No like, one's at Cleveland? the beach. And... <laughs> no, no, there's nobody at the beach right now. Yeah. Like, ice fishermen. That's it's just ice fishermen, man. That's it. Well, before we, we gotta let's talk about this. Before yeah, we, we gotta talk about the match. Before we got the match, we, yeah. got, we saw a debut, an interesting debut. It was actually pretty funny, you know, hiding uh, under the Dan ring, Housen's getting the man. chair pulled off. So Dan House and uh, there's been a lot of trolling back and forth with the ass boys, MJF, and a lot yep. of people in AW on Twitter. So he's officially all elite. He cursed um, Adam Cole tonight. Yeah. So this is gonna be this is adds another interesting character to AW television. So I know yeah. the fans popped pretty good for this, and it's gonna be interesting. As they should have. He's awesome, man. I don't know if you watched Danhausen at all, but not much. He's, so he's I'm genuinely too. hilarious. Yeah. I'm he's, I'm excited too because I don't know much. About he's so him. funny that that the the grump the biggest grump of all Jim Cornette likes him. That's wow. how good this guy is. Yeah, he's like turning the grumpiest the new, man in the world him. thinks he's hilarious. So wow. that, that tells you all you need to know. The grumpiest basement living mom, the meatloaf man, Jim Cornette. <laughs> yes. But, so correct. what do you see? Like what do you see out of this? What do you where do you see this going with him? Anything oh, I mean, obviously, we want to see something with the gun club because right, he's boys. been just absolutely merciless uh, to Austin and Colton on Twitter. Um, you know, he even turned Billy on them. You know, he Billy's calling him the ass boys, like everything yeah. like he he's done. I think that that could be like where the gun club blows up. I think that a, a feud with Danhausen, uh, not maybe not even a traditional feud, but just him trolling trolling them um sure could be a really fun really fun like mini feud that could really propel uh the the ass boys or the gun club whatever you want to call them at this point um to the top um because you know sometimes it it, it takes two to tango and you have to have the right. right dance partner you know and when you have oh, a guy right. like danhausen who's everybody loves the guy everybody thinks he's funny yeah. you know social media has been been begging Tony to sign him for months. Um, and, you know, you need to watch more of him because he's great. You know, you'll be laughing for – you could just go watch him on – watch stuff on YouTube and you'll be getting hours of enjoyment. <laughs> um, and I think that that would be a great way to introduce him. You know, a few that been, has been building on social media, on Twitter. You know, um, a lot of people that have been watching will be – getting a lot of joy out of this because it's like, Oh man, like they can finally do something with this, <laughs> you know, this, this, these months of back and forth between like, you know, Austin's basically having a, a, a mental breakdown over this on his social media, you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, he just posted on his Instagram. He said, my life is effing ruined. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. See, that's what we need with this, man. We need some, yeah. like, cause Danhausen's like, he's, he's really funny. Like I could see him working with orange Cassidy in the future. You know, yeah. I, I think that would work really well. Um, you know, I think that a lot of that stuff would be great. Um, but definitely the gun club, man, gun club is needs to happen, right. needs to be the I'm first all for thing it. that they do. 
I mean, 100%. we're big gun club, club. We're big gun club fans, anyway. So like this feud with Dan House and like, as you said, it'd be a lot of fun to watch and just the banter back and forth and uh, a nice first feud for his debut. Um, he was but, he was almost my performer of the night. Like, wow, legit, like straight up. You it can't was between, top that it was Sammy performance, Sammy. though. I know if Sammy had like an average match, it was gonna be Dan House. <laughs> like, because I was like, wow. oh man, just his his four seconds of screen time. Um, maybe pop as hard as anything on the night. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, the crowd was popping for this one. They were giving it the, yeah. the this is awesome chant. Uh, the main event with OC and AC, baby. Yeah. Uh, man, I think these guys are awesome. It was it was very fun to watch. Just yeah, so physical. I just can't emphasize how much this this match was so so physical and probably the most physical match I've seen OC wrestle. Um, but also, you know, Adam Cole in his past few matches has been taking such a beating. You know, the guy is just relentless and he he can just absorb so much. Like uh, the stuff that we've seen him do. And yeah. to me, when OC hit that Panama sunrise, it was executed absolutely to perfection. I know that's one of uh, Adam Cole's finishers, but I think OC had a better Panama sunrise tonight. And it was absolutely insane. Like, it just was like just the flipping and just the the pop. I think I always love that move because I'm just like so mesmerized how what goes on with it, man. Uh, so I like that. And then the finish was a great high spot. And then they went, you know, obviously in the back, but with TK and Jerry, Jerry. And so I don't know if that was planned or not, but it put him through the table, ruined the gorilla position. Um, you know, the, the crowd got sucked back into this. You know, it there was a little lull, I think, a little bit before this. But the crowd got sucked back into this quickly. And we're given those chants, given the props to these two performers. Protects Adams Cole unbeaten streak gives OC a push gives them a new meaning um I hope that this has moved on from now we can we can separate those feuds and we get so I want to I really 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 want to see some turmoil with the super click you know but we saw young bucks come to the aid of Adam Cole you know Bobby Fish got quickly thrown out of the equation you know Kyle O'Reilly hasn't wasn't seen so we will see man like what do you want? How did you, what did you think of this match? Well, I thought that the ending getting, you know, Orange Cassidy, the win here was awesome too. Like we got to talk about that as well. Like the results, you know, OC won the match um, in a really awesome yeah. fashion, man. Like having that going through the, the, the stage again um, and, and they didn't mess up the camera angles, like the Jericho fall through where we saw <laughs> the foam come out. Yeah. You know, we, this was a good one. Um, these guys are just, they have this chemistry, man. I, I love that they keep having these matches between them because the chemistry uh, between Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy is just, yeah, it's there. It's there. And when you have it, have that chemistry there, man, you gotta, you gotta roll with it. You know, um, their in ring styles work so well together. They do because, because they're, they're, they're both smallish yeah. guys. Um, they're smallish guys who, who can do stuff that other people can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very athletic. Um, and, and they're very different in character wise, you know, uh, cause you can tell like when orange Cassie does his thing, you know, he does his like his goofy stuff. Yep. It makes Adam Cole mad. Like it makes it, it, it pisses him off, you know? So when you get right. something like that, where you're getting a dude who's, you take himself very seriously, like Adam Cole and you get orange Cassie, who's kind of the opposite. Um, it's, it's really funny to watch them interact 
because not only do they do they just wrestle really well with each other, but they interact so it's it's so funny watching them in the ring interact with each other because they they have such different styles and they're so different, but they're also so similar in terms of their physical like stature and ability. So it's it's such a good combination of just this this like hilarity and humor and yeah. also great wrestling. Um, so man, I I love these guys. I I want them to keep having matches. Um, unfortunately, you know, obviously they're they're not gonna just keep feuding forever, but. I mean, man, I hope that when they're done feuding, we get a match every once in a while, like callback sure. match like this, you know, where you get some good stuff because yeah, some you know, of the better programming for Orange Cassidy that we've seen. I think late, it's sure. as good as anything in AEW I've seen with Orange Cassidy is, is yeah. this stuff with Adam Cole. And I think Maybe. you know, like we talk about business like your your dance partner is is the most important thing sometimes. Yeah. Um and and right now. You know, I think this is a great way to introduce Adam Cole to a different audience sure. um, as well. Like he's getting these great matches with somebody that's established in AEW. And obviously, you know, people know Adam Cole. He's been, you know, around for a long time. You know, he's, yeah. he's a you know, veteran who's also a superstar in, you know, multiple other companies. So people know who he is. But, you know, people that haven't gotten to watch him or seen his style or maybe just know him, know yeah. him through – through talk on social media or something, or have seen a match or two, like getting matches with, with orange Cassidy in these different environments um, is just making both of these guys better. You're building a bankable star in Adam Cole. He's already a star and in orange Cassidy. You're saying, Hey man, like if we maybe put the strap on Adam Cole at some mm -hmm. point, you know, we have a guy here who beat him who beat him right. in a, a big match like this. You're, you're building up your, your roster doing these kind of matches, man. Like, you know, trading these wins, building up your roster, like you love to see it. And especially after, you know, like you said, they had to kind of win the crowd back right, for a right. little bit of, of that of that match. Like, you know, it took them a little bit to get that crowd back in. Um yeah. but once they did, it was it felt like it was never gone. So that was great. Big fan of it. Good match, good end of the show. Yeah, good match to the show. And then that like I said, resurge the crowd and if you know, get them back hyped up for an awesome rampage with Jurassic Express. Oh, yeah, we got Rampage Party. recorded tonight, right? Hart versus Jade, Mox versus Bowens, FTR versus Lee Johnson, and Brock. Um, which remind which gets to me that uh this Friday Rampage Rundown will be not happening, unfortunately, because Crayfish is on paternity leave, and I'm actually be going to a live wrestling show. I'm here in the Dallas area, so I'm gonna go see wrestling live. Dallas, so, France. Um Rampage Rundown will be postponed this week. And uh, so, unfortunately, we won't have a show on Friday. So, thank you for those who always tune into the Friday show. We always love chatting with you. But Crayfish is dealing with his, uh, not dealing with his, enjoying his time, <laughs> enjoying his time with his newborn, uh, his little, little uh, baby face, his little uh, crayfish. Young man right there. And then I'll be out watching wrestling live. So, uh, I'm excited for that. You know, the championship episode of Rampage, like you said in there, it should be a, a jam-packed card, four matches again. So four-match Rampage is always very, very exciting. But you know when there's a four-match Rampage, one of the matches is always a, a, a squash. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I could see Jade, Squash, and Hart, even though they've pushed Hart to kind of be like a 
maybe they mid, give them like five level minutes, baby so. face but we'll we'll yeah. see what happens there but the next two weeks man the next two weeks main events are going to be just fire i mean you have to have cm punk versus mjf be the main event in my opinion regardless of what's on the card uh even though we're getting the return of Pac and penta versus the house of the house of black that can main event any pay-per-view period uh just talent ring ring talent alone it's tough to beat that that period but storyline cm punk and mjf is is near the top of AEW. it's and okay to have multiple main week, events <laughs> double main event yeah. and the following week we have a texas death match between hangman adam page and lance archer so it's i like how AEW is, is that a title that's a title match right yeah unpredictable in the sense of you're not always having the Kenny Omegas, or I'll, I'll use this exact. You're not always having the Roman Reigns main event every single week. You know, this, it's well, so bro, but Roman Reigns gets to open the show and main event every week. True. You don't have that. <laughs> so it's you huge look about, I'm trying to remember what was the main event last week of Dynamite. I don't remember, man. They all bleed together. I know. There's so much content in AW television. So last week's main event yeah. is different from this week's main event. I think I, last week I, I was sick, and I did Friday, and I slept oh, okay. through the main event of, okay. of, of Dynamite, unfortunately. So I, the, I, I like how AW doesn't play favorites and doesn't – I mean, I mean, the champs deserve to be on top and, you know, great yeah. spots. But at the same time, the roster is so big, and they, they spread it out. But – a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, Sting and Darby. There you go. Yeah, that was it. That was a great match. I didn't sleep through that one. Yeah, I watched that Absolutely incredible tag match. Um, And really great story that Darby was telling. What a fun fun place to be. What a fun show to be there. But, you guys, we're going to wrap things up for Dynamite Download Episode 7-0 Beach Break. Uh, Beach Break and negative one degrees, baby. That's right. Negative one degrees (laughs) in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Once again, no Rampage Rundown this week, but... We'll be chatting with you guys all week on on social, so you guys know where to find us. Thank you for joining right us, there. and hopefully you have a great rest of your week and enjoy what's coming up for uh, AW Television. Some great stuff. So good stuff. Love guys. you guys. Thank you for joining us, and we love we appreciate all the support. Thanks for thanks for being here tonight, guys. Can't wait to go to the beach tomorrow, bro. I'm gonna put on Ooh. my uh, my water wings and go swimming in Lake Erie. All right, send us a picture. I will. <laughs> the cold dip. Ha, ha, ha.